When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Good morning. It's 75 years since the liberation of Auschwitz. I saw some amazing coverage of this over the weekend, uh, including a report from John Irvine on, on the TV. I want to speak to uh, Dr. Cathy Radford from the Institute of Conflict Research. Uh, Dr. Radford, good morning. Hello. When we look at the pictures, when we read the articles, when we see the faces, we are reminded that this actually happened in the lifetime of so many people who are still with us, certainly in the lifetime of my mother, in the lifetime of, uh, of relatives who are slightly older than me, it's, 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 it's hard to believe that this barbaric act happened, you know, a, a, an hour and a half's flight from here. It, it's important it's remembered, isn't it? It is really important that it's remembered, but we have to remember these things graciously and we have to remember these things in a way that doesn't turn it into some kind of a um, trauma tourism. And I think that that's one of the, you know, the worries that, that, that many people have about how we remember here in Northern Ireland. It's pathetic in ways when you talk about trauma tourism. Uh, some people who have been to Auschwitz when official memorials are not happening where they're just visiting the, the, the selfies they take, the lack of respect they have for the area. Is that what you're referring to when you talk about it not being done properly? Yeah, I think I think it's really important that we find a way to be respectful in, in places of commemoration and memorialisation. Um, and I've had the privilege of taking about ten or twelve different groups over there, and we always brief them before they go in terms of you know what what's going to work for people who are there because they have family members who have maybe been lost along the way. That must be particularly difficult for people who just aren't reading about it, hearing about it. They actually can trace it back to, on their family tree. Yeah, I think it is really hard for, 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 for those people, but it's extraordinary, you know, when, when you do go there, I don't know if you've been there, but when you do go, you know, there are so many people who are open and responsive to, you know, really learning and understanding. So I think there's something really important about how they become places of learning um, rather than just sites of, 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 of trauma. You know, Kitty, I haven't been there. Is it somewhere that people should go to fully understand the lack of humanity that existed and the degrading things that one human being can do to another. Frank, let me take you over there because it really is somewhere that, you know, we we need to learn about, particularly in this part of the world where we do have a lot of thoughts about how we commemorate and how we memorialise. 
things and people. I do think people should go, but I do think you don't just go in, have a day trip and fly out again. There's a lot of programs that, that people have developed which can be done around it to, to help you think about, you know, how people sleepwalked into the situation that became a genocide. And I've said before, it, you know, gen- genocide doesn't start with gas chambers. It starts with looks. It starts with whispers. It starts with name calling. It starts with all the things that we as, as adults teach our children not to do. And, uh, and, when, and when they get the run of themselves, it can turn into something very, very deeply, deeply distressing. We've all had our, I suppose, smaller examples of it in other parts of the, the world and our, our, our own, I suppose, horror here at times when one side was wiping another side out, albeit in lesser numbers, but still the same policy, that same eradication element existed on both sides of our sectarian divide? I think um, I think when you look at the way the sort of machinery of Nazism worked, which was a sense that you stopped other people having their own rituals or you stopped them expressing themselves, using their own music, using their own language, whatever it was, that's when you start to get into territory. And when that becomes embedded into, you know, state policy, that's really worrying. So we need to, you know, we need to be mindful, I think, wherever we are in the world about how we treat one another and what we're doing and, and to call things out because it's very easy to say, oh, well, it's just, you know, it didn't really matter. And you, you know, you end up sleepwalking, as I said earlier, into, you know, some pretty pretty grim behaviour. Yeah, there have been other examples worldwide of genocide on a, on a massive scale. We think of Rwanda, we think of uh, other places that come Cambodia, to mind. That Darf, yeah, yeah. C- correct, that fill, fill us with absolute horror. Uh, Southeast Asia and, as you say, in Darfur as well. And <laughs> some of this is so recent, so relatively recent. What What is it about humans that we're prepared to do it to other humans? I, do you know what? I don't think some animals would treat, treat, treat uh, each other as badly as some humans do to each other. You know, it's this, uh, there's a capacity. We have a huge capacity for love, but we also seem to have a huge capacity for fear and hatred that comes along with some of that sometimes. I, I really genuinely don't know what motivates people to be so unpleasant to each other. The 75th year where people who really suffered, who were there and who can remember losing their loved ones and can still talk about it. It's drawing to a close that now because just by age we, we don't have many many left. The memory of Auschwitz, the everything it stands for, there's a onus on all of us to totally talk down and refuse to allow a voice to those who deny it. Absolutely. I mean, Holocaust denial is the most, uh, you know, evil thing to do. But you know what? If we put it in the hands of the musicians and the poets and the artists, they actually keep it alive for us. And they, they think of a creative and interesting ways to do that because not everybody can actually sit through some of those horror stories. And it's not always the best way to, you know, to have an exhibit, which is so, so horrifying. Um, it's very, very important for many people. But there's different ways. I, I, I personally have a difficulty with some of the, the programs that are made um, about it because it's they can be very spurious and they can just really look at, at the atrocities rather than looking at the lessons and I think if we you know if young people as it's part of their curriculum can engage with it using different methods that's great and there's a there's an event um, for example tomorrow um, that the synagogue are putting on you know which is which is looking at the the loss of our wonderful choreographer 
show that we had here, Helen Lewis, who was actually in Auschwitz. And uh, there's a beautiful book that's been put together by Sarah Longley and her father, Michael Longley, the poet, just to make a tribute to that. And I think it's when we, when we, when we find creative responses to things, whether they're songs or pieces of music or whatever that might be, that's, you know, that's when we're moving forward and learning to look forward rather than look back. Yeah, it's important to, to look at it, as you say, in the round. Katie, I really appreciate you uh, coming on. It is a poignant day in terms of the diary, but uh, every day is poignant in relation to all of the atrocities that we've made reference to on the programme this morning during this uh, short conversation. Uh, thank you indeed for your time. Thank you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.